Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, Raising a Healthy Family. I'm your host, Natalie Schwartz. I am excited to do this episode today because this is something that I get asked so much when it comes to picky eaters and how to get them to try healthier food and also coming up with lunchbox ideas. That's what we're going to cover today. I have a picky eater myself, Tommy, my two-year-old, super, super picky. So I feel for you. I'm coming from a place of being in the trenches with you. I am going to share with you my top four tips for how to get them to try healthier food. And then I'm going to give you a few healthy lunchbox ideas for you to try out. Um, I'm going to share with you my method for creating new healthy lunchbox ideas. Um, So this episode is going to be short. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be informative. So grab a piece of paper and a pen and let's get right into it. Okay. Let me just start off by saying, I know there's nothing more frustrating than having a picky eater. Tommy is constantly giving me a run for my money. But what inspired this episode is a recent email I got from Jack's school. Jack is my six-year-old, for those of you that are not familiar. Um, And by the way, I am, let's see, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I am three days past my due date. So I will be a mom of three any day now. What the heck? I can't believe I'm still pregnant, but here we are. So if you hear me barely gasping for breath, you know why. But anyways, okay. So I get an email from Jack's school. They're having their Halloween fall party coming up and the menu for the fall party is a hot dog, Lay's potato chips, and Oreos and a bottle of water. I thought, why not just take my head off and say you're going to give them a Capri Sun or something? I mean, that menu lineup is horrifying to me. And I feel for the parents who have picky eaters, because if you're having a picky eater, and this is to not shame any parent out there who's feeding their kids processed food or Oreos or whatever, but if that's all that they are refusing to eat, then if they go to school and that's what they're also being given, when the parent tries to offer them something healthier at home, it makes it even that much harder. So I would love for there to be this cross-communication where the schools are doing their part to show up and give and offer healthy options. Um, So that's sort of what inspired me. And then I get asked questions all the time about like, what are some healthy lunch ideas? I have a picky eater. So I thought, why not mash this up into a mega episode where we touch on all of those things? Um, And, you know, when I think about kids and I think about being a picky eater and eating a lot of processed food or high sugar food, Here in the United States, we have the highest obesity rate in children more than any other country. One in three American adults are overweight, so it's clearly the food that we're eating. You can show up for yourself and meditate, and you can show up for yourself and work out, but if you're missing the nutrition part... There's never, it's never going to take it over the line. Like you're always going to struggle. And how we eat is how our children are going to eat. How we model is what they're going to pick up. So 
I share this because when we eat processed food and high sugar foods that are void of nutrients, we feed the obesity epidemic, no pun intended, (laughs) which feeds depression and inflammation and worsens ADHD. So there's so many factors when we're thinking, oh, it's just Oreos, or I'm just going to drive through and get them antibiotic-filled chicken nuggets and french fries that could be found under uh, the seat of a car and still be in perfect shape five years later. It's like that food is void of nutrients, and we need to be feeding our children rich, real food. Um, So I know that that's freaking hard, though, when you have a picky eater. I'm not going to say it's not because, Tommy, you would think out of all people, my kids would be like, just like asking for kale and carrot sticks. No, they're kids. Like if you give them sugar, they're going to eat it and they're going to be pumped. But Tommy, you know, is is hard on me. So I have to get creative. So I want to share that with you, too, and let you know when it comes to picky eaters. I know sometimes it's easier to give in to their diet of choice, which is some version of chicken nuggets or macaroni and cheese or fries or chips or cookies or cereal. Um, And when they go to, when you go to restaurants, what really pisses me off, if we can be honest and take some accountability here, the kids menu is just total bullshit. It's just, it's carbs that are void of nutrients that and in cheese. It's like factory farmed dairy. So it's like you can have a grilled cheese. You can have chicken nuggets. You can have macaroni and cheese. You can have plain noodles with butter. It's like, what are we doing here? So um, I know that's a whole other tangent, but I get it that, you know, if that's their menu of choice, then it's going to be hard to break them from that. And can we blame them? I mean, all of those foods hit that dopamine receptor and then the body starts to release dopamine in anticipation of eating those foods. So once a kid has tried Oreos and had that immediate sugar rush and it's released dopamine in their brain, they remember that, right? Their brain remembers this food was effing good. It made me feel good instantaneously. I did not have to work to feel good for it. It just made me feel amazing. So the next time they go to eat something like that, the body releases the dopamine in anticipation of them eating it, which is where we get in this really vicious, dependent, like addicted um, cycle, which if we can take a step back and recognize what's happening, it's like, let's get pissed off about that. Like, let's get pissed off about the fact that there's companies out there manufacturing food to truly get your children addicted to it. And so that's all they want and they crave and they know that they'll beat you down until you finally give in because it's much easier to just feel like at least they're eating something. Um, But here's a, here's a, a news flash and this may be an unpopular opinion. Your child will not starve themselves. They will eventually eat something. And in our house, I make one dinner. Maybe I'll make one dinner and I'll serve it two different ways. Like if we're going to have tacos, I might make it super plain and then add spice to mine and Stefan's at the very end or something like that. But it's one dinner. 
if you don't like it or you don't want to eat it, you have to try it. And then you can go to bed hungry and have a great breakfast in the morning. But I am not a short order cook. I am not here to appease everybody. I'm here to be the mom. I'm here to lay down the ground rules and the framework for my family, which is this is the healthy, nutritious food that is going to help your cells grow, help your brain grow, all the things. And that's what it is. And so I've been that way since day freaking one. So my kids don't know it any other way. Um, And I would go, you know, safe to say that um, you probably put a seatbelt on your child, right? To protect them. So then why would we feed our children food that is making them sick? To avoid a seven-year-old or a two-year-old throwing a fit? I would argue that we've sort of done tougher things in our life, right? Probably giving birth was tougher than arguing with your five-year-old on what they're going to eat for dinner or not. I'm just saying. Probably getting through college or taking the SATs or keeping your marriage together. All of those things. Like we can do hard things. In episode number six, I talk with Dr. Ginger Carlson about how to get your kids involved in the kitchen and eating more plant foods. Um, So go back and listen to that episode as well. That is a good one. There's some good little nuggets in there. But today I want to dive in and talk about some healthy lunchbox ideas for picky eaters and some strategies for how to implement this. So even if you don't have a picky eater, I'm sure you can benefit from some new lunch ideas. Um, So grab a paper and a pen. Pause right here. Grab a paper and a pen. And here is tip number one. I want you to write out a yes list. Or if you have older kids that can write, you can bring them in to make this fun. Grab some post-it notes, a pen, and a timer. And write down or have them write down everything they like to eat that is a real food. So Lay's potato chips, Oreos, Nutella, things like that, those are not an option. I'm talking about like, think about all the fruits. Is it bananas? Is it peaches? Is it oranges, apples, vegetables? Will they eat broccoli, cucumber, carrots? Like go through and list all that turkey, ham, cheese, yogurt, you know, list everything that they will eat or they, you know, they like to eat. And once you have that list written, or if you're doing this with your older kids that can write, once those post-its are up on the wall, I want you to put them into categories. So you're going to do a main slash protein category. You're going to do a veggie category, a fruit category, crunchy slash dip category, and a sweet category. So now you can see what you have to work with. So go back through your list and assign those foods to their main categories. So you can see in front of you all of the food that you have to work with to get creative for lunchbox ideas, for meal ideas. So tip number two, I want you to identify 
what I call a vehicle food <laughs> or dip. So vehicle food could be like a ranch dressing. Obviously, if you know me, it's a dairy-free ranch dressing. We're not doing Hidden Valley Ranch. Dairy-free ranch dressing, ketchup, hummus, applesauce, whatever vehicle food or dip. A vehicle food is a way for you to get your kids to eat fruits or veggies if the flavor profile is right for them. So for example, what I mean by this is my six-year-old loves what we call white sauce, which is just a vegan ranch dressing. If there's white sauce on the plate, I can get him to eat almost anything if he dunks it in there. So if I chop up bell pepper, cucumber, and carrots and pack a small container of that dairy-free ranch, I know he will eat all of those veggies. Without the sauce, he might take a few bites of some carrots and leave the rest. So say what you will about this method, but I would rather him be dunking a cup of vegetables in some dairy-free ranch dressing and getting all of the fiber and phytonutrients and vitamins and minerals and antioxidants from those vegetables, then I give two you-know-whats about the fact that he's dunking it in vegan ranch dressing. So identify a vehicle, a food vehicle that works for you. Usually this is a dip. So sometimes kids like to dip stuff in applesauce or maybe you have a ketchup fan. Whatever it may be, find what works for you and try this method because it is such a great way to be getting in those healthier foods Um, because for kids, it's so much about flavor. It's a little bit about texture. It's a lot about flavor. So if we find something that the flavor profile is right, then stick with that add in some berries or add in some veggies for them to dip in there. And if it's a sweet profile that they like, like if you're giving them Nutella on a regular basis, please stop. But look up on Pinterest, like healthy vegan Nutella or chocolate hummus. You can make these things with just a few ingredients and pack them in the fridge in a Tupperware, and then transfer little bits into the lunchbox with some strawberries or some apple slices that they can dunk in there and get those down. All right. Tip number three, I want you to find a healthier option of what they already love. So this goes back to Lay's potato chips or Oreos or I don't know pretzels. Maybe your kid loves pretzels and he likes hummus, but you've been buying just regular wheat pretzels that have a ton of ingredients and they're highly processed. When you turn over the bag, there's like 15 ingredients and it says contains wheat and contains soy. It's like, what the hell? We don't need soy to be in the pretzels. So maybe, just maybe if your kid likes that, you try a gluten-free pretzel and pair it with a vehicle food, like a hummus or a vegan ranch, to get them to try it and see if they would be down to make that healthier switch. 
or if they like Cool Ranch Doritos, the Siete brand makes a gluten-free ranch chip. It's really freaking good. The flavor profile is there and it's making that healthier swap. So there's always a healthier swap. It is 2022, back when I started health coaching like nine years ago. It was not so, so available to have all of these magical swaps for all of the junk food that we grew up eating. But now there's always a healthier alternative. So find a healthier option of what they love. Utilize a vehicle food or a dip to get them to try it, to expand their palate. Um, Okay, now tip number four. Something sweet, quote unquote, in the lunchbox. I understand for some people, I did a poll on Instagram and a lot of you said, the sweet thing you put in the lunchbox is fruit. And I have to say, that's what we do as well. I never put anything that's not just fruit as a sweet treat. But when Steph and my husband packs Jack's lunch, he always slip something in there. So granted what we have on hand at home is probably pretty harmless in the scheme of things, but I'm like, kids do not need a sugar filled dessert in their lunchbox every day. Um, I think once in a while throwing in some like dairy free chocolate chips or like Jack, my six year old loves dried mango I'll put like two pieces of that in there as like a little special treat. But maybe you say, hey, Fridays are going to be your surprise treat day in your lunchbox. And that's the day you pick something, you know, semi-treat vibes to put in there. But you can surprise them with fruit. It is okay to have something sweet in there as fruit. Um... But if you think about this, when you add up all of the sugar that you're saving in pounds over the year that they would be ingesting by removing a processed sugar-filled snack in their lunch every day, this is life-changing, like health-giving. So don't feel like you need to continue with that habit if that's something you've been doing. Just go for the treat for once in a while. It makes it more special for them and it lowers their sugar intake. And then it lowers the expectation that they're going to place on you that they get to, that they need to have dessert with every single meal because we don't. Okay. So now for some lunchbox ideas for those picky eaters, going back to tip number one, you now have your yes list. It's organized into categories. So this is going to help you think of different things you can make for them, but let me share some examples. So lunch idea number one, your main slash protein could be sunflower butter and jelly sandwich on organic bread. Jack's school is nut free, so we can't do peanut butter or almond butter. If you can do that and that's your jam, fine. Or you could roll that up in a gluten-free tortilla, okay? And I'll cut the gluten-free tortilla into like little sushi roll pieces. Your fruit, you could do blueberries. For a veggie, 
You can do cucumber slices and a dairy-free ranch dressing. And you could throw in for something crunchy a few of the cauliflower non-dairy Cheez-Its. Okay? So that could be lunchbox idea number one. Lunchbox idea number two for your main, you can do a quesadilla with non-dairy cheese in a gluten-free tortilla. And if you want to add, if your kids will eat black beans, you can add in a few black beans inside the quesadilla for added protein if they'll eat them. If not, don't stress yourself out about it. For fruit, cut up some strawberries. For a veggie, carrots and hummus is like, and then for crunchy, you can buy those roasted chickpeas that you can get in like a ranch flavor. You can get in a salty flavor, all the different things, but it's a nice alternative to having like a chip or something like that. Lunchbox idea number three is basically like a charcuterie board. (laughs) So lunchbox idea number three would be hard-boiled egg, non-dairy cheese, and gluten-free crackers. For fruit, you could do apple slices, veggie, you could do homemade sweet potato fries if they want something warm or a little bit more savory and salty. And then lunchbox idea number four for the main, you could do nitrate-free organic turkey or chicken deli slices rolled up, gluten-free pretzels with a vehicle food. So whatever that is for you, if it's a ranch dip or a hummus. And then for fruit, you could do a clementine. And this day, if you want to add in a sweet, you could add in a homemade cookie. So those are four lunchbox ideas that are pretty basic for picky eaters that allows you to add in a vehicle food or allows you to add in a healthy alternative to maybe a crunchy snack that they would normally want. And you know your child best, and you know what your child will eat now, and you can always find healthier versions of stuff that they like. So you are not chained to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with chips and a cookie for lunch for every day for the rest of your life. Try and go back to that yes list that we made at the beginning of the podcast and really get creative. This might be a work in progress for those really picky eaters, but I promise you, stay the course, be firm, but kind, and you will prevail. They will not be picky for the rest of your life, but if we enable them and encourage and support the behavior, you better believe it. They will continue to be super freaking picky and it will always be a battle and you will always dread it and food will not be something that's fun and just this fluid thing. They're kids. They do not know any better than us. It is our job as the moms. We know best. We create the healthy home by the food that we allow to come into it and the food that we prepare for our children to take with them when they leave it. So I hope this this episode empowered you to just get after it and try some new things. I have also created a super easy 
downloadable weekly lunchbox planner. You can print out, you can put it up on the fridge so you can prep healthy lunchboxes. It's separated into the sections of a lunchbox. Super cute. And you can print it out and prep. And if you have older kids, you guys can maybe prep together or talk about it with them so they know what to expect. They know what's coming. They can get excited. Okay, Wednesday, I'm going to have this. Friday is the special treat day. You know, like getting them involved in the process is where kids feel empowered. They feel like it's their idea and food becomes this fun thing for them, not this weird um stressful battle situation. So click, go down in the show notes, click to download that free lunchbox planner. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode and thank you guys so much. And I will see you next time. Hopefully not pregnant. <laughs>